Get ready for your daily dose of Tuttle. The all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, Tuttle. Tuttle in Florida. It's Tuttle's Daily Podcast. Nice cock! Nice cock! Welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hope you guys are all having a great day so far. Check out my website, Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E.net. When you go there, you're going to find every single place you can find me online, social media, my PayPal, the phone number you need to call to leave me a voicemail, or you can even go to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Tuttle. Just giving you guys a little bit of a warning. Having my throat issues again. Still don't know what it is. Hope it... See, I don't know if it's one of those cases, you know, because some people have had the coronavirus and they had, like, slight symptoms and they didn't even know that they had the damn thing. But I've been battling these throat issues. But I also have bad allergies. I get that post-nasal drip. So I really don't know if that's what it is. So it's going to be a short show today. I got some great audio I want to play for you. And the first audio I want to get to is with this cancel culture that's going on right now. And I do agree. Some things do need to be canceled. But I think they're also going a little too far on getting rid of some names. Like they're getting rid of the name Rebel from some of these schools. Yes, Rebel was the name of the soldiers that fought in the South during the Civil War. But, I mean, if you look at Star Wars, now, was that racist? Because the good guys, they were the rebels. They were fighting the evil empire. So just because you're a rebel doesn't mean you're racist. You look over in Syria, they're having a civil war right now. The people that are fighting the government, those people are rebels. But, I kind of see people's point on this next story on why this school should change their mascot name. The Hamlin Rebels, a name of the past. The Corpus Christi Middle School making the decision to change their mascot due to what could be seen as an offensive Confederate past. Listen, I don't want you guys to think I'm being insensitive because I'm not. I, I do think a lot of these things needed to be changed because we were very insensitive to our past. A lot of people think that the Civil War was a really, really long time ago, and it really, really wasn't. We just got integration. We just had the Civil Rights Movement and Affirmative Action. So let's not act like, you know, this is way, way in the past. This is all fresh. So I get why people would be upset with a mascot that's that's the rebels. I mean, I I can just see it, but there's also other rebels out there. That got people talking about another school just down the road, the Robstown Cotton Picker. Now, guys, this is not a Saturday Night Live skit or anything. I promise you this is a real news report. It's a local TV news station, but it is a real news report. I promise you. And the name of this school is The Cotton Pickers. I've lived in different cities, and, and when I tell them my high school mascot, um, they kind of take a, uh, they take, they get surprised by what 
what it is. Herman Rodriguez was a Robstown High cotton picker himself. Now, I just to let you know, in this video, pretty much all the people that they interview are Hispanic. I don't know if they have like a big Hispanic community. I just know that they don't interview any African-Americans or other minorities. It's mostly just Hispanic people. So I'm just still trying to figure it out. That's why I'm fi that's why I find this story so goddamn interesting and says while he's met many outside of South Texas who find the name offensive. That's not the case for locals who are proud of their past. We're Latinos and we were migrant workers and we picked cotton. OK, so now I will say this people back in the day, a lot of slaves picked cotton. They really didn't have a choice. They had to pick cotton and they didn't get paid for it. And if they did not pick that cotton, they were going to get whipped. They were going to get beat. They were going to get tortured, raped, whatever it may be. Now, these Hispanics are migrant workers. They're proud of what they do and they're proud to be cotton pickers. So is this name really offensive? I don't know. As a Caucasian, I really can't make that decision. And I'd like to hear from you. Email me, Tuttle at gmail.com. Uh, my parents pick cotton. We have tremendous picker pride in Robstown. Lalo Morales says he didn't even know it was a phrase people could view negatively. Born raising, uh, picking cotton since I was sick. Now, don't get me wrong, people. I understand why the name cotton picker could be offensive. But just think about this. It is a job. Now, was it related to back in the day what slaves had to do? The people that were enslaved didn't get paid, didn't have a choice. Yes, I understand it has that connection, but we still use cotton to this day. And these migrant workers, the ones that a lot of other racists, blacks, whites, whatever it may be, would not want to do that job, but these migrant workers that have come here to the United States to make a better life for themselves and their family and their loved ones, this is how they make money, and they're proud to be cotton pickers. That's why they call us the cotton pickers. Robstown ISD gave us this statement that reads, quote, Robstown ISD administration has not received commentary from parents due to neighboring school districts' mascot controversy. To be a Robstown cotton picker exhibits a sense of pride. At this time, Robstown ISD will stay focused on student needs as their priority. And if I'm just being honest, do you really think these students really care that the name of the school's mascot is the cotton pickers? Shouldn't the most important thing be about the education? And it does seem like they have a large Hispanic community here in this Texas town. And if that's what their family does for a living, and that's what puts food on the table, puts a roof over their head, puts clothes on their kids so they can go to school on a daily basis, I can see why people would be proud to be called a cotton picker because that's how they make a living. That's how they survive. Now, I'm not taking away the, uh, the, the relation of slavery and being cotton pickers, but we're talking about present day time, and it just seems like the people of that community really don't give a fuck about the mascot being a cotton picker. 
Rodriguez says he actually agrees with changing the rebel mascot at Hamlin, but says that would only need to be done in Robstown if demographics shift. We've evolved and we need to change some of that history. And this could be offensive if it's not understood. And if it's not understood that we've got so many Latinos in this town. But for now, locals proud to explain to others why the name represents so much positive history, hoping their mascot will stay for decades to come. Listen, I know that I have to be careful on things that I say, but this is one of the main reasons why we are so divided in this country right now. We're not able to have an open discussion just because somebody has an opposing view. We automatically have to hate that person. Why can't we just talk about it? Why can't we talk about it and learn, hey, why is this offensive? And then hear from the other side, like these Hispanic people that they spoke to and they explained it. They are proud to be cotton pickers. They are proud of their their career, what they decided to do, how they provide for their families. Isn't that isn't that what it's all about being an adult, about taking pride in what you do for a living? Take pride in that you're raising good kids. You're able to give them the tools that they need to be able to grow up and be productive members of society. And being a cotton picker puts food on the table, pays for education, pays for clothes, pays for health care, whatever it may be. And the people in that community are actually proud to be cotton pickers. And I'm not taking anything away from uh, African-Americans that might find that offensive. I get it. I really do get it. But there's also a lot of other things, a lot of fucked up shit. Sorry, my language, but that's a great thing about being on a podcast. I can say and use the language that I want to use. But there's all types of stuff that they made slaves do on a daily basis. So are we going to take away all of those professions as well, too? I know a lot of slaves in the South, especially Florida, were in charge of cutting down sugarcane. Now, are we going to take away a, a mascot that maybe I know that I'm kind of like stretching a little bit here, but say, what if there was a mascot down in South Florida where they grow a lot of sugarcane and, and the mascot was called the Sugar Caners. Now, I know that's a stupid mascot name, but just because slaves cut sugarcane back in the day, that, that, that shouldn't be a mascot because there's a lot of people that are proud to be sugar caners. People that raise sugarcane, they cut it, they produce it, they manufacture it. It just it seems like we're going a little too far in America nowadays. Yes, America has a very, very dark past, but we got to worry about right now the present day people, because if we just sit in the past for way too long and and and, and that's the thing about it, me making that statement alone, people are going to think I'm racist. I'm not. Minorities got treated like absolute crap. Things need to be changed. I'm not debating that at all. But when you look back at the past and you concentrate on the past so much, 
You you lose track of present day in the future and the future. So what I'm saying is just because it is a career field that slaves happen to do back in the day doesn't mean that it's a bad thing because those Hispanics that they were interviewing, they were goddamn proud to be cotton pickers. Be back in a few minutes. You're listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Want to support the show? Go to paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. Have you considered owning your own restaurant franchise? Good Life Organics currently offers territories across the United States. Check out GLO Franchising. That's GLO Franchising on Facebook to sign up for an overview session today. Good Life Organics Franchising, a new partner of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tell them Tuttle sent you. Send them a message on Facebook at facebook.com slash GLO Franchising. The following portion of Tuttle's Daily Podcast is brought to you by the Charles Manson Family Fun Center. Do you have a family and don't have a clue what to do with them on a Saturday night? Do you know who also had a family and didn't know what to do with them on a Saturday night? Charles Manson, that's who. That's why we created the Charles Manson Family Fun Center. Come see what the compound has to offer with such attractions as the Jeffrey Dahmer Driving Range. Last stop on the Richard Ramirez Rocket Ship Ride. Rehydrate at Ted Bundy's Back Alley Grill. Take a stroll through John on Wayne Gacy's Wacky House of Mirrors. You can always cool off on the David Berkowitz bumper boats or just chill out in the Menendez Brothers Killer Arcade. It's all up to you at the Charles Manson Family Fun Center. You'll love it to death. Welcome back to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Before I get into my next piece of audio, I want to congratulate the Orlando City Lions. They've been in great, great form since the uh, MLS's back tournament. They made it to the championship game. They almost ended up winning it. I think they got two wins and two draws. They finally beat Atlanta for the first time in franchise history. And they had the lead tonight. They had the lead and they let it get away from them. And I'm not mad. I mean, they should be proud that they got a great point because Atlanta is an amazing team. But it almost feels like a loss. But I don't want the team to have their uh, heads hung low because they fought hard. They're doing much better. And I really do feel like this club, this franchise in Orlando is on the right track. And it's going to be a team that we can all be proud of because we got a lot of great young talent and just wait for them to get that experience. We're going to be there. And I'm telling you, Orlando City is going to make the playoffs this year. If you've been listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast as of late, you've heard that I've had my good friend Naomi Bradshaw on. She has a website. She has a blog. You can check it out, tracingtrauma.com. It specializes and concentrates on childhood trauma. And then her friend, I met through her, J. Aaron Sanders, who's got a movie that's coming out. If you would like to donate to the production of the movie, it talks about his childhood experiences and his childhood trauma. You can go to garagemovie.com. Now, I've seen a lot of these YouTube videos, and that's the thing about social media. 
A lot of people just want to become YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter famous, and they do a lot of this stuff. But a lot of the stuff that you see is completely set up, especially when it's two adults. But this is where I got to draw a line because this is straight up. I mean, you can't debate it. This is motherfucking child abuse. I don't know if you've seen this. This has happened on Twitter, but it's uh, the poop prank. Uh, the person, the one person is sitting on the toilet and they they yell into the other room that they're out of toilet paper. And the person will bring in the toilet paper. And when they reach for it, they will rub like chocolate or Nutella on the person's hand to make it seem like it's poop. But this mother did it to her young kid. Kid had to be at least maybe three, four, or five. It really doesn't matter. But the way that this kid reacted, and you can't say that it's set up because a child cannot act like this. When you hear this audio, you are going to get that sick Hit in your stomach. And I don't want you to think I'm playing this to try to be shocking. I'm not. I'm playing this because I want you to see that trauma comes in all form. Physically, like physical abuse, somebody beating you, or sexual abuse. And then there's mental abuse. And this is a little bit of mixture of them all. And the only reason I'm playing this audio is I want you guys to just be slapped in the face with it. I'm not doing this for entertainment purposes. I'm doing it so you guys can see. And this woman should be arrested. She should go to jail. And her kid should be taken away from her. Because this kid would be way better off with foster parents. Because you please bring mommy to tissue. Come on, so mommy can get off the toilet. Let me get my belt. I, if this was a white person or a, a Hispanic, Asian, whatever it may be, I would have a problem with it either way. But I always got to cover my ass, especially in the environment we're living in right now. So I don't want you guys to think that I'm making this a race thing. But the biggest warning sign, and this is only like a four or five-year-old child. For this woman to say, let me go get my belt because you're not bringing me toilet paper should be one of the biggest warning signs out of this whole goddamn video. Because you being a real bad girl. Bring it here. That's another warning sign. This bitch, this god-awful piece of shit motherfucking mother is telling her daughter that she has been a bad girl. And this is all supposed to be a funny bit to become famous on social media. Now! Sorry. I'm sorry. Now, since this is audio, you can see it. Now, I posted this video on my Twitter account, twitter.com slash Tuttle. It looks like the mom had Nutella, you know, that stuff that you put on toast. And she wiped it on her daughter's hand as the daughter was trying to do something nice for her mother, bringing her a roll of toilet paper, and she wiped this Nutella on her daughter's arm, which 
the daughter thinks that it is shit, that it is fecal matter that her mom just got on her arm. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, thanks. Oh. I don't like using this word describing a woman, but this bitch is the fucking biggest cunt. I'm sorry. Her kids need to be taken away from her. She needs to be thrown in jail. And, and she needs to actually have somebody shit on her. For real. No Nutella, no chocolate, just straight up. A big fucking log right on her face. <laughs> like I said earlier, a lot of this stuff is set up. It's pre-planned. But how do you get an, a, re a reaction like this? That is absolutely 100% real. From an infant. A, a three, a four, or five-year-old. This is straight up child abuse trauma it is there's there's no excuse for what this bitch did to her child And the worst part about it is that this bitch is laughing at her kid who is traumatized. And how does that child at that age, of course, we know what poop is, but this kid just is so scared. Who knows what the, it's going to do to this kid in the future? Because I, I've had stuff happen to me. I've not talked about it, but it, stuff like this traumatizes you. It, it affects you for the future, and it changes you and shapes you as an adult. <laughs> I know that I've done a lot of bad things in my radio career that would lead you to believe that I am just a cold, stone-cold, heartless son of a bitch. But this is really depressing me and bumming me out. Especially with everything that I've been through, the mental illness, the bipolar, manic, depressive shit that I've dealt with, and to hear the screams of this little girl. And this is this is all over a joke, people. This is this bitch, her horrible mother, wanting to become famous on social media because she saw somebody else do it. But the other people that did it are with other adults, and they most likely knew what was going on. And even if they didn't, they're adults. This is a kid. This kid is traumatized. And even if this kid was acting, there's no kid. I don't care how talented of an actor, uh, a child actor it is. There's, there's no way a kid could ever sound and act and have this type of emotion and fake it. Oh, I'm Once again, this video is on my Twitter account, twitter.com slash Tuttle. I don't want you guys to think I'm trying to be shocking or anything. I'm just trying to bring awareness because I think people just think of trauma that kids go through at the hands of adults as just physically, uh, physical abuse 
and and sexual abuse, but a lot of it is mental abuse. And I don't even know how you would even like categorize this, but it's horrible. And and the reason I say go watch the video, this bitch, this cunt just wiped more Nutella on this kid's arm. And now the kid is freaking out even more. <laughs> You know what? There was like another 45 seconds left in this video. I, I, I think you guys get the point. I really can't play any more of it because I know it's got to be messing with a lot of people. I know a lot of you guys think that I'm playing it just to be shocking, trying to draw attention to what I'm trying to do. And, and that's not the case because if I'm just being honest, I... It, it's kind of really fucking me up for if I'm just being honest. I, 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 I'm trying to bring awareness. I'm trying to do what I can to open up people's eyes that, that I know we have way too many freedoms in this country, but at some point we're going to have to come up with a system where these people are going to have to start going through classes or get a license to be able to have children. I mean, if we're going to talk about mass murders and we want to, we want gun regulations. Do you understand that the people that are going out there and doing those type of evil things, this is where it begins. This is where it starts. We let people just have kids and they, they can't even take care of themselves. And it's just not fair. And something has to be done. So I don't want you to think I'm sensationalizing this stuff. I wanted to play it just cause it was so you could see how horrible some children get treated. I'll talk to you in a few minutes. Is that a PT Cruiser down by the lake? Oh, no, wait. It's the Tuttle Podcast Studio. Tuttle's Daily Podcast is brought to you by StitchYouUp.com. For your embroidery, screen printing, vinyl, and direct-to-garment printing needs, visit StitchYouUp.com. StitchYouUp specializes in custom caps, shirts, decals, and anything you want to personalize. Whether it's one item or large orders, they can handle any size. Unsure about what you want? Let StitchYouUp help you with your logo design. Visit StitchYouUp.com. Or contact them, eric at stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up, definitely not your grandma's embroidery. All right, guys, I apologize about the short show today and playing so much audio, but I've been dealing with these voice issues. My allergies have been bad, but I've also been working on a lot of projects behind the scenes, which has been making me talk a lot more than what I'm used to. I know that I used to do four hours of radio a day, but I wasn't the host. I could sit back and make my comments every once in a while, but I'm just talking way more than I am right now. I uh, have not been getting a lot of sleep, and from everything that I've read, that it does affect your voice. I'm trying to drink more water, but I hopefully 
Once I get past all this stuff, I will be able to get back to normal. I'll be able to start doing longer shows for you. So check out my website, Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E.net. Check out my good friend's website, Naomi Bradshaw, TracingTrauma.com. And uh, check out the uh, Kickstarter. We're trying to raise money for the movie that J. Aaron Sanders is doing. Go to garagemovie.com, donate what you can, and we might be able to get this movie out there so we can bring awareness to childhood trauma. I appreciate all you guys. I can't thank you enough for all the support, and I hope you have a great day, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. That's the show for today. Thanks for listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, don't be a dickhead. Do us a favor. Share, like, and subscribe to the show. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. The Tuttle Daily Podcast was brought to you by Total Wireless of Palm Bay, StitchYouUp.com, PocketBearClub.com. Special thanks to show intern Hannah and Charlie Alamo for their contributions. Additional imaging and production is provided by CCA Productions. Facebook.com slash CCA Productions presents show voiceover services brought to you by JC voiceover services.com. That guy's got a goddamn sexy voice. You should hire him. If you want to help support the show, paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio comments, concerns. You want to let Tuttle know he's being a dick. Go to Tuttle at gmail.com to follow all of Tuttle's social media. Go to Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two D's dot net. Thanks again for all your support, and we'll see you tomorrow on the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, yo, Terry, fuck going on?